What am I? What draws my admiration? What is that which gives me joy? Baseball. <laughs> a man. A man stands alone at a plate. This is the time for what? For individual achievement. There he stands alone. But in the field, what? Part of a team. Teamwork. Looks, throws, catches, hustles, part of one big team. Bats himself to live long day, Babe Ruth, Ty Cobb, and so on. <laughs> this team don't field. What is he? You follow me? No one. Sunny day, stands are full of fans. What does he have to say? I'm going out there for myself. But. I get nowhere unless the team wins. Team. Jesus Christ. Are you serious? Right in front of my salad? You guys are fucking gross. Welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm Rose James Mass. And you know, when the headline popped up on my phone from Newsbreak, Donald Trump, uh, Donald Trump threatens death and destruction if indicted. I was like, oh, is he saying he's going to get like Epstein in prison or some shit? I was just saying that on the last episode I recorded about this, actually. Interesting. No. Motherfuckers like, yo, Alvin Briggs, you Soros commie-backed cunt. The only thing Fisher in this case is Stormy Daniels twat. And you know what? I got a bat for you, bitch. I was like, damn, Trump. Motherfuckers got some fire today. So let's check this one out. Trump posts disturbing baseball bat photo with Alvin Briggs. <laughs> threatens death and destruction. Trump should walk into that court and be like, Alvin. I shoot up for court. He's got the fucking red, white, and blue bat from the Daily Wire store. The only thing on that store I actually kind of want to buy is that red, white, and blue bat. It's called the All-American. Base as fuck. Aesthetic as hell. And this article is by Lee Brown and Steven Nelson. Now, we know a little bit about Steven Nelson. Steven Nelson's kind of a wet fucking towel, in my opinion. But Lee Brown has written some articles in the past, and he seems to be a pretty I. Nah. He's no Wakewell Cruz or anything, but I'm just saying. Now, March 24th, 2023, that means this is a piping hot, fresh article for you. It was just updated, too, so how you like that? <clears throat> Donald Trump on Friday threatened death and destruction if he's criminally charged in New York. See, when I read that headline on my little news uh, break app, I was like, oh, yeah, that's very clearly Trump saying, like, they're going to murder me in prison. They're going to say I killed myself. Let me make it clear right now that if I killed myself, it would be the greatest suicide, the best suicide. In fact, nobody will take their life as good as me. Shit. I should not be saying this. I am not suicidal. <laughs> Fuck you. Please laugh. 
if he's criminally charged in New York, writing the shocking social media warning after posting an image of himself holding a bat next to a Manhattan district attorney, Alvin, Bra Alvin Bragg's head. Now, it was a photograph. It was like a photo overlaid. Like, it's not necessarily that deep. They're definitely making this look a lot more bad than it is. Quote, they are human scum. The 76-year-old former president raged in one post, asking why Bragg refused to do the right thing and call it a day. Trump is seeking to rematch against President Biden in 2024. Is he? I think everyone expects Biden to actually run. I, I think the state's going to do everything they can to stop him, but we'll see. Unless he announced he was right for president, somehow he missed it. I, I doubt it. I don't think he's actually going to make I He blunt on running. I'm actually not super confident that Joe Biden's going to actually run for president. I don't know if he's going to make it that far. And if he does, I don't know if he gets the nomination. But we'll see. And previously used heated language ahead of actual violence. Most notoriously on January 6, 2021, when he told... <laughs> They told thousands of supporters to march on the Capitol and look, he didn't tell anyone to march on the Capitol. He said, we're going to make our way to the Capitol building and we're going to let our voices be heard peacefully and patriotically. And if you look into the actual records from that day, there was a secondary event already planned and pre-scheduled to be held in front of the fairgrounds, which explains because a lot of people were asking early on with the footage from January 6th. Hey, what is all this uh, stuff? Why, like, 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 why is all this scaffolding here? Why, why are all these ladders here? It's because they were literally setting up the final touches for a secondary speech for Trump. Trump seeking a rematch. President Biden, he told thousands of supporters, blah, blah, blah. January 6, 2021. When he told thousands of supporters to march on the Capitol, march on and march to are different. <clears throat> And fight like hell. Hashtag mug club. To prevent certification of Biden's electoral college win. More of the protested, but I wasn't to prevent. I again, New York Post, right? Crazy far right New York Post. Definitely sound like they don't have a, a smidgen of TDS here. But I. Electoral college win which they proceeded to do by smashing into the building and battling with police. Or on the other side of the building where they were let in and escorted around and allowed to take selfies and shit, but okay. Trump shared the image of himself holding the bat with Bragg's hands up. Hands up, don't shoot. Or uh, hands up, don't swing. Is that the new thing? Hands up, don't swing. On his true social platform Thursday as he devoted his day to attacking the prosecutor for pursuing a case over a hush money payment to porn star Stormy Daniels, the bad image was pulled from an article that he shared but was not removed. Why should he remove it? So he shared an image, you say. Interesting, interesting. The bat wielding image was reminiscent of an infamous scene in the 1987 film The Untouchables in what fucking way other than he's holding a bat in which mob boss Al Capone played by Robert De Niro maniacally walks around a banquet table with a baseball bat before mercilessly beating one of his thugs to death for failing him Trump meanwhile kept on raging until the early hours of Friday with continued incendiary name-calling. Good! I want to see that 2016 fire re-fucking-kindled in this old man. Quote, 
what kind of person can charge another person in a case in this case a former president of the United States who got more votes than any sitting president in history and leading candidate by far for the Republican Party nomination with a crime when it is known by all <laughs> by all that a no crime has been committed and also known that potential death and destruction in such a false charge could be catastrophic for a country he asked just after 1 a.m you make it sound so dramatic where did he threaten alvin braggs i i uh i i see the word it could end in death and destruction where's the threat though it's a prediction you're calling a prediction a threat and i find it quite amusing this man could burp and you would write an article about how his noxious gases nearly killed people with a bioweapon. It'd be fucking inflatable. Quote, why, why and who would do such a thing? Only a degenerate psychopath that truly hates the USA. He continued posting until 2 a.m. I have a question. Who is more deranged, Trump or the journalist? Journalist sitting back on True Social staring at this waiting for the next tweet I wonder what kind of popcorn he ate then started again at 9am do, do you think this guy sat there from 2am to 9am waiting with bated breath for the next one like <sighs> and then an ad for like beet juice came up or some shit and he was like oh writing prosecutorial misconduct his latest images <clears throat> especially the baseball bat image quickly sparked a Bronx cheer online with a few coming out to bat for him. CNN legal analyst Norm Elison tweeted, quote, Threatening a prosecutor is a crime in New York. In fact, multiple crimes. And you know what? I hope they genuinely, genuinely try to fucking arrest him for it. Again, he didn't threaten anyone. Find the threat, highlight the threat, and just add it to the thing. Again, me and Trump are over here like, arrest him. Do it. He wants to be arrested. I want him to be arrested. He wants the PR. I want him to have the PR. This is going to be great. This is going to be fucking Kino. This is going to be Keck. This is going to be Trump's fucking death and reincarnation Phoenix phase type shit. And he raised, he's on the cusp of raising over $2 million from this alone in less than a week. That is more campaign funds raised by a political camp by a presidential candidate than any other in history in a short time period, like in the in the time span in which he's raising it is record breaking, I'm trying to say. So yeah, add it on, add in he's also threatening him and arrest him for that too. Add that to the fucking list of shit, please. This is a dog and pony shit show for the umpteenth circus of the clown show hell we live in, and I am fucking here for it. And a CNN legal analyst, what the fuck is that worth? In fact, multiple crimes. George Washington University law professor Jonathan Turley, oh boy, who testified for Trump's defense during his first impeachment for pressing Ukraine to investigate the Biden family, has repeatedly, by the way, you'll notice, pressed. They no longer say Trump did a quid pro quo because that has been thoroughly fucking debunked i'll leave a link to do you know what at the end of this video i'll just throw in the vice clip where they read through the transcript you can just watch that yourself if you want the detail on that one during his first impeachment for pursuing ukraine 
to uh, pressuring Ukraine to investigate the Biden family. By the way, Joe Biden was even running for fucking president when that happened. Has report has repeatedly sought to warn the former president of threatening posts uh, of threatening postings. Quote: Many of us have criticized and reported uh, and report the reported indictment as deeply flawed and politically motivated. Turley tweeted Friday. However, that will be addressed by the courts. The rule of law will be protected by the bench, not the bat. In our constitutional system. Well, here's the thing, man. Someone put together a picture of Trump holding a bat, and it's no different than those other pictures where they have a random clip of Trumpy like yelling or pointing angrily at somebody, and they pull. This is like saying like uh, like if they take a, a picture of Donald Trump pointing a finger at Bill Clinton, they wrote an article saying Donald Trump threateningly pointed at Bill Clinton, and the picture is just two separate pictures of two separate people next to each other. And one of the pictures, one of the people is pointing. Do you realize the retardation behind all this right now? All right, guys, you know what? You know what? If this right here is a is a picture of Donald Trump threatening Alvin Braggs, this is a picture of Donald Trump telling a black guy to shut the fuck up. He Trump looked at this homeless guy on the street and said, Shut up! And in his best imitation of the guy from Lincoln Park saying, I'm gonna put a brick! This is truly cold and heartbreaking for a man that did so much to protect historical black colleges in this country. A cold, dark turn for Donald Trump to tell this black homeless guy, clearly freezing to death, clearly not happy with the results of his Super Bowl game, to shut the fuck up and give him a dirty look. These cold billionaires, man. <laughs> you fucking retards. Uh, with the bat of the Constitution. Shut the fuck up. On Thursday, Turley blasted Trump. Blasted Trump. I hope he lubed him up first for writing in all caps. Our country is being destroyed as they tell us to be peaceful. Is he wrong? Again, that's not a threat. It's an observation. The the left and Tifa, and I know the left is a big term, I'm not a big fan of saying in general, the left. But you have these very far left activists burning down country, burning down our country, rioting, smashing, the pictures of DC on fucking fire. Trump was pushed into a bunker. Meanwhile, Trump supporters and people on the right and libertarians and anarchists who don't do anything violent go out and protest. They... And I understand there's people on the left who call themselves anarchists. Antifa is not an anarchist group. They want to destroy the current system. And they'll even say this themselves. We want to rebuild from the ashes of the old anew. A new government where they are on top of the fucking system. They want to replace the old with the new government. They're not anarchists. They're just revolutionaries. It's a bit different. I want to see the government destroyed. I want to see the government slowly remove incrementally from existence. Almost the way like minarchist, like think of minarchist, but take the next step further where the government just eventually doesn't exist, period. Right? But that's not really the point here. You have people on the right and right adjacent and just post-left type people who go out and they protest and they get labeled as extremist and violent and attacked and smeared. Even the right, like Fox News, Gateway Pundit and the Post-Millennial, will call Antifa rioters and terrorists protesters. 
like go look at it. Uh, an article by Libby Emmons where a group of people who said the police building in Atlanta on fire, they got charged with terrorism. They were called protesters by the post-millennial, all right? But when the right or anyone goes out and protests, if there's, even if there's no yelling or verbose language or anything used, just they just hold little signs and pick it. They're called violent extremists. The FBI, FBI goes out and harasses families and religious organizations for not supporting the trans agenda or any left-leaning agenda or being against a woman's constitutional right to an abortion that never exists in the first fucking place, baby cakes. They're called extremists. Trump's not wrong here. Our country is being destroyed, and they're telling you to be peaceful about it. By the way... Here, you think that's bad? How about a CNN journalist having people point guns at him while a cop car is on fire and a school burns and they say it's a mostly peaceful but fiery protest? Well, Trump posted a mostly peaceful but fiery tweet. Fuckers. Given the violence on 1-6 and the riots in various cities, what cities... Riots by who? Led by who? Because I'll, I'll, I'll give you this. Only one of the riots you've just mentioned is done by the right. Meanwhile, this whole country is on fire because of one side of the political compass. How about this? How about we put this a little bit into perspective for you? We want to sit here and want to bitch and moan. We want to harp and fucking cry on and on and on and on and on and on about, Oh, January 6th. There was about $5 million in damages done on January 6th. Do you want to know the multiple billions of dollars in damages done across this country in the George Floyd riots and the Summer of Love protests? How many? How about David Dorn? David Dorn, a retired black sheriff who went out to check on his friend's pawn shop during the riots. He was beaten to death by a group of white kids. In the name of black lives, right? How about the how about the financial cost that can never be reimbursed? Hmm? The millions of dollars in mom and pop shops burned to the fucking ground. Hmm? How about the thousands of people? Okay, maybe hundreds tops. Maybe a little over a thousand people killed in, in the summer of love. And in the Antifa violence from 2014 to now, right? How about all of them compared to how many deaths? Like six on Trump's side on January 6th? You can't compare the fucking two, you cunt munch. What kind of fucking asinine pocket universe do you fucking dwell in where you huff your own fucking farts like a brain-dead yeast site where you think you can compare riots across this country in Democrat blue cities where they were called peaceful protesters as they burned and beat people in the streets Burned down businesses, the Chaz and the Chop. Dude, more people were killed in and around the fucking Chop or the Chaz, Capitol Hill Occupied Zone, Autonomous Zone, whichever name you wanted to go by for the fucking three weeks it existed. Or eight weeks, sorry. More people died around and involved in that than at January 6th. But more people in January 6th have actually been arrested and, and spent more time in prison than anyone in charge or involved in any of these Antifa riots. So you, how are you sitting here actively comparing the two? They are fucking apples to donuts! I will not sit here and have this insipid retardation seep in to my fucking show unchallenged. So where 
Where in the fathomable fucking reaches of the universe do you compare? January 6th, again, an embarrassment, likely an inside job, at least it was kicked off by an inside job. I'm willing to bet it was more of a fedsurrection than an insurrection, considering the FBI has debunked the insurrection narrative themselves, and that is a Biden DOJ and FBI that's done that. Don't sit here and be like, Given the violence on January 6th and the riots in various cities, our leaders should have avoided re- reckless rhetoric. No. Trump has said, fuck all wrong in this situation. And you're trying to compare it to Democrat governors allowing their political opponents to suffer while far-left, George Soros-backed and funded teenagers and mentally ill adults who don't even know what fucking gender they are killed and burned down their cities. Uncomparable. Go fuck yourself. God damn. I hate it. Quote, being peaceful, being peaceful is not just a legal obligation, but a civic duty of citizens. Yeah, and when when tyranny becomes law, fucking whatever the fuck, anarchy becomes obligation. All right, go fuck yourself. All right, we sit here and throw all whimsical quotes we all, all, all day fucking long. There's just as many quotes about peaceful and law-abiding citizens save the day as there are about watering the tree of fucking liberty, my man. And quite frankly, me and you subscribe to two entirely separate thoughts on this one. Again, I'm all for the peaceful thing here, but you can't avert your eyes from the fact that, yes, there is a violent faction out there burning down and attacking America. And the other side is the only, and the side that will eventually respond to that and has responded to that. Proud Boys get locked up and serve years in, in jail and, and in prison. And Tifa get bailed out. Don't sit here and do this shit with me. I'm not going to humor it. I am not that pundit. I also go on my Rumble page. I have footage of me on the streets filming these assholes. I have videos of Proud Boys and Antifa fighting each other on my Rumble. I have Boogaloo and Antifa fighting off Proud Boys on my fucking Rumble. Alright, I even got some fucking Fed Front March videos up there. I watch these groups. I film these fuckers. Go watch my videos. I'm a mile away from these assholes before anyone goes, well, how'd you get so close? You walk up and you interview them. It's not that fucking complicated. But my god. My god. Others call Trump a violent, pathological criminal who is dangerous, unhinged, and running free to incite violence in America. And I'm sure much agrees with all of it. Urgent overnight, Trump made additional terrorist threats against Alvin Bragg's. The latest vows, death and destruction. Again, I'm still leading towards this being Trump saying, people who get sent to prison who are influential like me get killed in prison. That's still where I'm, where I'm getting from this. At least that's what I'm getting from it. Trump must be arrested as a lethal danger to Bragg. And Latita James, Jack Smith, and Franny Willis detained without bail. Well, that's unconstitutional. Detained for his terroristic threats against Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. In social media posts yesterday, Trump called him a, quote, animal. Trump insisted he be, quote, removed. Trump showed a picture of himself holding a baseball bat posed exactly as in a movie murder scene next to a picture of Bragg. 
Who wrote your script you keep looking at? Bro, here's the thing. You know what's really funny about this? He's holding two fucking phones. He has one phone, like, held up, and the other phone he's looking at. He's reading a script. This man's a fucking actor, my guys. Trump cannot be granted bail. The Friday Countdown podcast is now available. Who gives a fuck, douche? Now, nothing was going to come of any of this. And again, Trump didn't post a picture of him holding a picture, holding a bat next to Alvin Bragg's head. If Trump really wanted to, you know what Trump could do? He could post a fucking AI-generated picture of Trump holding an AI bat to Alvin Briggs' head, and then maybe you'd have an argument there, but it's not. It's this. This same fucking dude in the fag shades here, the fucking faxicles he's wearing over here, would say that this is a picture of Donald Trump telling a black homeless guy to shut the fuck up. I'm just saying, these people are retarded. These are the people you're taking seriously. Treat them like the jokes they are. You know what they do? They block you. They call you a couple names, say you don't ever have sex, and then they block you. That's it. That's it. Their arguments are reduced from a political argument to an accusatorial argument to, uh, well, you're a virgin, to a I blocked you argument. There's nothing. Enough is really fucking enough one person told to their 90,000 followers god damn 90,000 followers maybe next time I run for office I should run as a democrat former MSNBC host Keith Oberman tagged the justice department as he raged arrest Trump now he accused Trump of having issued repeated statistic terrorist calls oh god all right, do you know what statistic terrorism is, boys? Let's talk about this real quick. These both are slightly different than my understanding of statistic terrorism. Now, here's what it is. At least from every understanding of it I've ever come across. It is, oh, want somebody rid me of this fucking priest. Not telling anyone to do anything specifically or an incitement to do anything. Being like, oh, this guy's a pain in my ass. If only somebody got rid of him. I wish somebody got rid of him, you fucker. And then somebody acts with their own accord and volition, unprompted by you. Other than they just heard your woes and took it upon themselves to act of their own volition and took out the priest. And now you're being charged with murder, even though all you said was, I fucking hate this priest. I wish you would have fucked off already. Mm. And here, even with my version of it, these two make it even less of a fucking thing. From wikipedia.org. It's .org. Was it always .org? I thought it was .com. Was it never .com? Was it never .com? Hmm. What is statistic terrorism? The term was initially used to suggest a quantifiable relationship that may exist between seemingly random acts of terror and their intended goal of perpetuating a reign of fear via manipulation of mass media and its capacity for instant global news communication aka a riot or anything violent pushed by mainstream mass media oh damn that makes the media accountable interesting and then we go down here to facebook.com because of course facebook has a fucking definition for this 
Statistic means random or involving chance or probability. Statistic terrorism has been defined as the use of language to quote incite random actors to carry out violent or terrorist acts that are statistically predictable or individually unpredictable, aka 14 karat cock shit. Nothing. A fat fucking nothing. It doesn't exist. It's a made up term. It's me saying, oh, you know what? I really fucking hate German. I can't say that. They'll take me too seriously. I already have a history of saying we don't like that group of people. Uh, I hate Takashi69 fans. They are the worst human beings imaginable. I cannot fucking stand them. And I think the world would be a better place without them. And then one of you listening to this podcast went on and was like, you know what, you're right. And you saw a guy wearing a Takashi hoodie and you fucking pull out the blicky and you made him a sticky mess real quicky as you do and then try to say that i am the terrorist because you went and killed a takashi fan even though all i said is i just hate these people and they're a pain in the ass and not worth engaging with you took it upon yourself to go out and kill somebody again not trump's fault you can't prosecute anyone for it and no one has ever surprisingly enough been charged with statistic terrorism sorry calls for his cult to remove the animal Alvin Braggs. Again, the only reason why you're putting remove an animal in quotes is because they're from two separate messages. You're just trying to reference two words. You could easily have just... Ugh. I lose points interacting with these people. IQ points, that is. Alvin Braggs. And use a baseball bat. Quote, He's trying to get this man killed, period. Enough, he told his one million followers. Comparing Trump's bat image to a movie murder scene and part of a plot as disguised, uh, plot as disgusting as Charles Manson. Again, Charles Manson was a fucking CIA asset. So, the CIA is behind that one, my man. And that's not like a statistic thing. It's like the CIA actually had him do that. But okay. He called the former president an active moral threat. To those investigating him quote and all witnesses involved saying he must be immediately busted with a no perp walk no bail uh, how unconstitutional for the side that decries the death of our democracy Trump first said last week that he expected to be arrested on Thursday which came and went without any word of, uh, without any word of charges. Instead, the grand jury was postponed on both Wednesday and Thursday. Manhattan prosecutors have been presenting evidence to the grand jury since late January in connection with $130,000 hush money payment made to porn star Stormy Daniels shortly before Trump's shocking victory over Hillary Clinton in 2016's presidential election. Was it that shocking or for other people like me kind of written on the walls? Former President Trump lawyer and ex-con Michael Cohen alleged, alleges he made payments at Trump's direction. Bragg reportedly plans to charge the ex-president with falsifying business records for allegedly writing off the payments as legal fees. The alleged offense would be a misdemeanor under state law, but Bragg wants to elevate it to a felony, though an untested legal theory would tie it to a violation of federal campaign finance rules according to the times and it will be absolutely fucking nothing oh we got a new comment coming in oh this one's fresh boys hot off the fucking precious <gasps> oh 
Okay, well, that was fun. Let's see. Sort by best. Newest? What a moron! Ha 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 ha! He is the most com confident dumb person to ever exist on any plane of existence. Comedy goldmine forever! Okay. Brags. From, Har from Harlem. In that town, they call suspicious white powder cocaine. Is that a reference? I'm not old enough to understand. Let's go to best. Sneed. Everybody get a Sneed. I vote for Trump twice, and I'll vote for him again if he's a Republican nominee. Probably won't show up for him in the primary. Would somebody please tell President Trump that he is his own worst enemy? He's absolutely sometimes, but in this situation, no, because he's his best asset. He goes on offense against the, his real enemies. Based. No, the Democrats are the worst enemy. Oh, I love these. I love this conversation. I fight for liberty. With a name like that, I have to read your fucking comment, my man. Trump is making it even harder on himself and his supporters. Disagree. Actually, it makes me support him even harder. His words were fine, but the bad is not. Again, I doubt he even made the picture. And again, man, I don't like Trump telling this homeless guy to shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Such a fucking mute point, you mute fuck. I fight for liberty. He's kind of a dumbass. I vote for, I voted for Trump in 16 and 20. You're old too for breaking it down like that. And we'll vote for him again if he's the nominee. But I don't want him to be the nominee because I don't think he can win. And we can't afford another four years of any Democrat in power. Shut up, Fed. Alright, folks. That brings us to the end of this episode of Inside Four Walls. I'm going to throw in that Vice video at the end of this here because Vice needs the fucking charity. And throwing in a Vice video with their viewership, it's tax deductible because it's charitable. So until next time, this has been Inside Four Walls. I've been James Madison, and I shall catch y'all later. Deuces. Congratulations on a great victory. We all watched from the United States and you did a terrific job. The way you came from behind somebody who wasn't given much of a chance and you ended up winning easily. It's a fantastic achievement. Congratulations. You are absolutely right, Mr. President. We did win big and we worked hard for this. We worked a lot, but I would like to confess to you that I had an opportunity to learn from you. We used quite a few of your skills and knowledge and were able to use it as an example for our elections. And yes, it is true that these were unique elections. We were in a unique situation that we were able to achieve a unique success. I'm able to tell you the following the first time. You called me to congratulate me when I won my presidential election. And the second time, you are now calling me when my party won the parliamentary election. I think I should run more often so you can call me more often and we can talk over the phone more often. <laughs> That's a very good idea. I think your country is very happy about that. Well, yes, to tell you the truth, we are trying to work hard because we wanted to drain the swamp here in our country. We brought in many, many new people. Not the old politicians, not the typical politicians, because we want to have a new format and a new type of government. You are a great teacher for us and in that, 
Well, it's very nice of you to say that. I will say that we do a lot for Ukraine. We spend a lot of effort and a lot of time, much more than the European countries are doing, and they should be helping you more than they are. Germany does almost nothing for you. All they do is talk, and I think it's something that you should really ask them about. When I was speaking to Angela Merkel, she talks Ukraine, but she doesn't do anything. A lot of the European countries are the same way, so I think it's something you want to look at. But the United States has been very, very good to Ukraine. I wouldn't say that it's reciprocal necessarily, because things are happening that are not good, but the United States has been very, very good to Ukraine. Yes, you are absolutely right. Not only 100%, but actually 1000%. And I can tell you the following. I did talk to Angela Merkel and I did meet with her. I also met and talked with Macron, and I told them that they are not doing quite as much as they need to be doing on the issues with the sanctions. They are not enforcing the sanctions. They are not working as much as they should work for Ukraine. It turns out that even though logically the European Union should be our biggest partner, but technically the United States is a much bigger partner than the European Union, and I'm very grateful to you for that, because the United States is doing quite a lot for Ukraine much more than the European Union, especially when we are talking about sanctions against the Russian Federation. I would also like to thank you for your great support in the area of defense. We are ready to continue to cooperate for the next step specifically. We are almost ready to buy more javelins from the United States for defense purposes. I would like you to do us a favor though, because our country has been through a lot and Ukraine knows a lot about it. I would like you to find out what happened with this whole situation with Ukraine. They say crowd strike. I guess you have one of your wealthy people. Uh, the server, they say Ukraine has it. There are a lot of things that went on the whole situation. I think you're surrounding yourself with some of the same people. I would like to have the Attorney General call you or your people and I would like you to get to the bottom of it. As you saw yesterday, that whole nonsense ended with a very poor performance by a man named Robert Mueller. An incompetent performance. But they say a lot of it started with Ukraine. Whatever you can do, it's very important that you do it if that's possible. Yes, it is very important for me and everything that you just mentioned earlier. For me as a president, it is very important and we are open for any future cooperation. We are ready to open a new page on cooperation relations between the United States and Ukraine. For that purpose, I just recalled our ambassador from the United States and he will be replaced by a very competent and very experienced ambassador who will work hard on making sure that our two nations are getting closer. I would also like and hope to see him having your trust and your confidence and have personal relations with you so he can cooperate even more so. I will personally tell you that one of my assistants spoke with Mr. Giuliani just recently, and we are hoping very much that Mr. Giuliani will be able to travel to Ukraine and we will meet once he comes to Ukraine. I just wanted to assure you once again that you have nobody but friends around us. I will make sure that I surround myself with the best and most experienced people. I also wanted to tell you that we are friends. We are great friends. And you, Mr. President, have friends in our country, so we can continue our strategic partnership. I also plan to surround myself with great people. And in addition to that investigation, I guarantee as a president of Ukraine that all the investigations will be done openly and candidly. That I can assure you. Good, because I heard you had a prosecutor who was very good and he was shut down and that's really unfair. A lot of people are talking about that, the way they shut your very good prosecutor down and you had some very bad people involved. Mr. Giuliani is a highly respected man. He was the mayor of New York City, a great mayor and I would like him to call you. I will ask him to call you along with the Attorney General. Rudy very much knows what's happening and he is a very capable guy. If you could speak to him, that'd be great. 
the former ambassador from the United States, the woman was bad news. And the people she was dealing with in the Ukraine were bad news. So I just want to let you know that. The other thing, there's a lot of talk about Biden's son, that Biden stopped the prosecution and a lot of people want to find out about that. So whatever you can do with the attorney general would be great. Biden went around bragging that he stopped the prosecution. So if you can look into it, it, it sounds horrible to me. I wanted to tell you about the prosecutor. First of all, I understand, and I'm knowledgeable about the situation. Since we have won the absolute majority in our parliament, the next prosecutor general will be 100% my person, my candidate, who will be approved by the parliament and will start as a new prosecutor in September. He or she will look into the situation specifically to the company that you mentioned in this issue. The issue of the investigation of the case is actually the issue of making sure to restore the honesty, so we will take care of that and will work on the investigation of the case. On top of that, I would kindly ask you if you have any additional information that you can provide to us. It would be very helpful for the investigation to make sure that we administer justice in our country with regard to the ambassador to the United States from Ukraine. As far as I recall, her name was Ivanovich. It was great that you were the first one who told me that she was a bad ambassador because I agree with you 100%. Her attitude towards me was far from the best as she admired the previous president and she was on his side. She would not accept me as a new president well enough. Well, she's going to go through some things. I will have Mr. Giuliani give you a call, and I'm also going to have Attorney General Barr call, and we will get to the bottom of it. I'm sure you'll figure it out. I heard the prosecutor was treated very badly, and he was a very fair prosecutor, so good luck with everything. Your economy is going to get better and better, I predict. You have a lot of assets. It's a great country. I have many Ukrainian friends. They're incredible people. I would like to tell you that I also have quite a few Ukrainian friends that live in the United States. Actually, last time I traveled to the United States, I stayed in New York, near Central Park, and I stayed at the Trump Tower. I will talk to them, and I hope to see them again in the future. I also wanted to thank you for your invitation to visit the United States, specifically Washington, D.C. On the other hand, I also want to ensure you that we will be very serious about the case and will work on the investigation. As to the economy, there is much potential for our two countries, and one of the issues that is very important for Ukraine is energy independence. I believe we can be very successful in cooperating on energy independence with the United States. We are already working on cooperation. We are buying American oil, but I am very hopeful for a future meeting. We will have more time and more opportunities to discuss these opportunities and get to know each other better. I would like to thank you very much for your support. Good. Well, thank you very much, and I appreciate that. I will tell Rudy and Attorney General Barr to call. Thank you. Whenever you would like to come to the White House, feel free to call. Give us a date and we'll work that out. I look forward to seeing you. Thank you very much. I would be very happy to come and would be happy to meet with you personally and get to know you better. I'm looking forward to our meeting and I also would like to invite you to visit Ukraine and come to the city of Kiev, which is a beautiful city. We have a beautiful country which would welcome you. On the other hand, I believe that on September 1st, we will be in Poland and we can meet in Poland hopefully. After that, it might be a very good idea for you to travel to Ukraine. We can either take my plane and go to Ukraine, or we can take your plane, which is probably much better than mine. Okay, we can work that out. I look forward to seeing you in Washington and maybe in Poland because I think we're going to be there at that time. Thank you very much, Mr. President. Congratulations on a fantastic job you've done. The whole world was watching. I'm not sure it was so much of an upset, but congratulations. Thank you, Mr. President. Bye-bye.
remember. It's okay to question the world around you, but you probably won't find the answers you're looking for. Bye! There's magic and wonders and mystery.